So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, and this podcast is brought to you by the 2020 Run Pain Free Marathon Training Summit. It's the virtual conference for runners and marathoners around the world, and the summit will be held from August 25th to August 27th. Here we go. Today, we are talking the prelude to the interview presentation with author Nita Sweeney. Nita Sweeney wrote an amazing book talking about depression. And I wanna start off with giving you a little insight to something she writes. Nita kept a running journal and realized a shift was happening when she started ending her entries with, way to go, Nita. Her cheerleader's voice began to spill over into other areas in her life. And on this podcast, we're gonna talk about that little bit. Self-talk is something I think everybody can relate to, especially runners and that's who she's talking about. She has an amazing, candid journey in the book that we go over in the interview and really go on over right now, marathontrainingsummit.com and get your ticket while you're listening to me. So self-talk is something I personally have terrible self-talk and something I work on on a regular basis. I know so many runners can relate to that. It's why most of you are running something very internal, something very personal, whether or not you share that with people around you is irrelevant. The point is, is it's real. And the power of her own words was riding underneath the radar the whole time because she was still down on herself and she was still feeling less than and she was still feeling not like a runner, which so many runners talk about. You know, I'm not a runner. You know, I I wasn't an athlete my whole life. I'm overweight. I don't look like a runner and these things get into your head and belief systems are real and they're so real that they become ruler to your mindset. Even though you could be thinking something positive like Nita was in her her running journals, she was writing something positive but it was happening and she didn't even realize it and I know so many of you actually do that. Even with injuries when I get somebody with an injury and they're progressing, they have a hard time admitting progression. That's emotional. That's an attachment to the injury. That's an attachment to not wanting to admit progress. That's emotional. And I get it all the time. And that's something, it's very similar to what that is. You know, your body is doing better. You are feeling better, but you won't admit it. You can't see it. You can't talk about it. And you'll find something that is very minute, but as long as it's giving you some level excuse me, of pain, you can latch onto it because you'll never have to admit the progress. Because if you admit the progress, then you have to admit that you're better. And so then you lose that identity that you then start to, you've gravitated towards with the injuries. Especially if you've been running for a long time, that may be even deeper because it's been happening a long time. And so this positive body movement that's happening goes completely under the radar and you don't even realize it until finally you're with me and I'm physically showing you that it's there and I can't move on unless you actually admit it's there and we can't progress unless you admit it's there. And it takes a while for you to do that. Part of it is fear. 
fear of admitting that you're doing okay, because then that means you might do worse again, or fear that you're doing okay may mean you'll get injured again. And that's real too, because once you're an injured person, you never think things the same way, and you feel your body differently, and you're heightened to pain, and you're sensitive to anything. You're always worried that something is wrong. And that's true, but that's what, you know, our program, Run Pain Free, we create trust in the body so that the body trusts you and you trust the body and it becomes an actual relationship with yourself. But that's really along the same lines of what Nita's entire book talks about in her journey. And she's extremely candid with her mindset and runner's mindsets are really dominant with the run. You're in Figure this out. You're running for hours and hours and hours with you and your thoughts. That's why you're running, right? You run the crazy out, as so many runners talk about, or it's emotional, or you have a high-stress job, or you have a high-stressful family situation, or you're the breadwinner and it's a lot of stress on you, and you're running to run that out. You're running out your thoughts, right? You sort through your thoughts. But if you're not careful of what you're actually saying to yourself, they become your mindset. They become your baseline. And... I always encourage runners to run at least one run a week alone, specifically to runners who are always with run groups and and running friends and stuff like that. That noise starts to really overdo what's in your head, whatever you need to sort out. And you really want to always check on that. Like, what are you actually thinking? What are you actually saying to yourself? Have you heard yourself talking lately? You might want to go check that out because you may not be aware of what you're actually saying. Good, bad, or indifferent. You may not be aware. You may need to hear that positive voice that you're not hearing through the noise. You may need to hear the really negative voice that you're letting other people overshadow so you don't hear it. You need to hear those things. And that's when you silence the noise around you and you run by yourself. So I'm a big advocate for running alone for those reasons. I know that run groups and running with friends and peers is very helpful, but it's equally as helpful to run alone. And I'm always an advocate pushing that for the hearing of your self-talk. Self-talk is serious and it can really do damage if you're not aware of it. You may not be aware of how bad it is. Someone like me, like I'm, I'm very intolerant. And you all know that by listening to my podcasts. I really don't do stupidity well. So if you think that's outwardly strong, just imagine how much worse it is for myself. I'm extremely honest with myself, and that comes with a very hard talk with myself on a regular basis. I would never say something to somebody that I haven't said to myself or done to myself, like gone through myself. I'm very, I'm very serious about that. So I really relate to this self-talk, and I'm very aware of it. And Part of it is, you know, wanting to achieve and wanting to get your goals and wanting to never fail and not, not be a failure and not have any excuses and, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a victim. That be, those things actually do translate into really tough talk to yourself and not necessarily in a positive way. That can be a very negative conversation sometimes with yourself, even though the intent is good, even though you're trying to be better than, that talk may not sound that way. If someone else heard how you spoke to yourself, would they think that's a good, would they think that's a good conversation? Think about that. The next time you are listening to how you talk to yourself, what if someone heard me say this out loud? What would somebody say? If you cringe at that thought, that's a little red flag that you're not talking to yourself in a good way. And I'm all for tough love. I really am. I think you all know I give it on a regular basis. But there's a, there's a, there's a limit there with self-loathing, talking badly to yourself, and not equally being like, good job when you do a good job. Way to go when you, have, when you do something you know good. And that's what Nita talks about in her, in her interview. I found it extremely personal 
and I, I was really I was really relatable to it. I related to it rather. And I know so many runners are gonna get from it. I know depression is huge among the running community. Um, she talks about a lot of mental illness, which I know so many people struggle with. Uh, really, again, the self-talk is very, very big, but being able to pinpoint how you're speaking to yourself is a really big component to being able to run positively and use running in a positive way, not use it as a way to just beat yourself up while you're running by yourself and talking at length for hours and hours and hours and hours you know, down on yourself about what you can and can't do. Listening to all the naysayers, listening to people say, oh, well, you're not fast enough and you're like a local elite, or you're too big to be a runner, but you're out there running more than the person that said that to you. You really have to put things into perspective and that only comes from when you silence the noise and you're able to actually listen to what you're saying to yourself. Journals are really good. Take your phone out or maybe get a, you know, get an actual writing journal. Whatever you can do that's gonna help you jot down what you're saying to yourself, how you're gonna combat that. What, what did you just say? Do you actually believe that? Do you actually believe what you're saying to yourself? If you're saying to yourself something really negative and you check that and say, wait a minute, do I actually believe that about myself? Do I believe that about myself to be true? That's something to talk about. That's something you may need to to deal with on a professional level. Maybe just running isn't, isn't cutting it. Maybe you need to get some professional guidance with that. So writing it out would really be helpful. And Nita found that. Nita found out halfway through that she was like, oh wow, I've actually been like congratulating myself. I didn't even realize it because I'm so down on myself on a regular basis. I can't see positivity. If you're well, something that can relate to that, if you're somebody who can relate to that, you're gonna really enjoy this conversation with Nita because she's very candid about it. And all of the experts on our summit really come from a place of not only being an expert in it, but experiencing it on some level as a person and personal. So, and I believe, cause I'm that way, I'm an expert that's also a client of what I do. I'm a product of what I do. That, that's what makes me even more of an expert at it. So I really believe that in specialties and expertise, when you're somebody that has all these letters after your name, but you've never once even felt that, you've never been through it, you don't know what it's like to actually live that way, I don't know what you're saying. You're not saying much to me. I don't care how many letters and books and tests you took. I don't really don't care. You have to really live it, in my opinion, and I'm expert enough to say that. You have to live it to understand it, to talk about it, to fix it. And so all of these experts have done that. All of them have. And you're really gonna get a lot out of it, especially with the self-talk. And I just know with just with what we do here, with injuries, it's very saddening. It will put a runner into a meltdown. It'll put a runner into isolation, into a black hole, if you will. We talk about it all the time. And so that's why I know Nita's is gonna be a huge, huge impact on the running community, especially when there's so many programs out there that every runner jumps onto, they're generalized, they get hurt, and there's no one there to help them once they're hurt on these generalized programs. And you go down this black hole where you feel ostracized, you feel judged, you lie about your injury because you just wanna keep running with your friends and you don't, you're afraid to say you're injured because you don't wanna lose the community, but at the same rate, you really need, to, you need help but you don't have anybody there to help you and you just go down this dark spiral and you can isolate yourself and that's very depressing. And may not be clinical depression, but it's depressing and that's very real. And so 
she really brings light to that. And so many of you guys are going to relate to it. And I'm excited for you to get your ticket, MarathonTrainingSummit.com, so you can actually see what this interview is about and find it in a way for you to relate to it. She also talks about coming out of it on the other side and what that, what that's like. And it's about being able to be honest with, with your thoughts. You really have to be respectful for how bad your thoughts are to get through the other side. And that's, again, I can relate that back to injuries. Injuries are very emotional. I be lying if I said 95% of the people that come to me that are injured break down, complete breakdown, complete tears. Someone's crying at some point in that conversation because running means something to them. And when they get injured and they can't do it, it's very personal. And most of the time runners run for emotional reasons. There's something emotional behind it. There's some mental or emotional capacity that they're running for. And now when they're injured, they can't do that. And so their out is gone. And I completely relate to that. I completely relate to that. Not being able to do something that runs out your stress, that helps you decompress. I speak from that very personal. No one I've ever worked on has been sidelined worse than me. That's, and that's real. So I really come from a place of knowing what that's like and I lend that to everybody that I've helped. So if somebody can't come through that with me, being honest with that through me, then that's another level or another red flag that there's more help needed in that area on a mental capacity that, that this interview will help you realize for yourself. What I really hope you gain from this is being honest with yourself and where your mentality is. Is running enough? Maybe you need more, more guidance. Take, you know, get her information. Take, she gives you steps of how to like kind of see through that, what she saw through her own research and her own personal journey through mental illness. She gives you some steps from a personal side of it. And take those steps and write down those things and jot it down and get a journal out and really start making notes about what you are or aren't saying. Really pay attention to your self-talk because it really matters at the end of the day. You have to really understand and be honest with yourself about what you're saying to yourself in order to come out of it the other side. If you're really running to run your crazy out, then do that. Run your crazy out. Don't run it to sit in crazy. That doesn't make any sense at all. Use the run properly. If you want to run all this out, you want to decompress, then decompress. But you know what has to happen for you to decompress? It's not a void. That's, not, that's avoiding. If you're just going to run and sit in it, that's avoiding. Run through it. Use the run to come through it. That's being honest with yourself. That's how you're going to come out of it the other side. That's how you're going to be able to help your friend when you see your friend going on that black hole. If you're just somebody who's gonna sit there and use running for every other thing other than yourself to come through some hard emotional conversations or hard mental conversations or sorting out some really hard thoughts for yourself, then you're not gonna be any help to your friend who's gonna go through it the same way. You're just gonna join her narrative, his narrative. You're just gonna join it and create more of a black hole, a bigger black hole and a bigger spiral. That's not helping either of you, it's not. Use the run to come through it. Post you ran the crazy out and do just that. Write it, make a journal, pay attention to what you're saying to yourself so that when the next time you see a friend of yours or a running peer kind of doing the same thing you are, you'll be of help to them. You'll be of guidance to them. 
that's what is I hope you take from this interview with Nita is getting honest with yourself because the more honest you are with yourself, the more you're going to help your peer, your sibling, your parent, your spouse, the more you're going to help that. And that's really what I hope people get from Nita because her level of honesty, not only with herself, but with the book and how candid she was about her, her journey through it all is immeasurable. It's immeasurable in this day and age with how many people are running for the exact same reasons that she ran, that so many runners run in the first place. And it's very superficially talked about, but we know it's a deeper, it's a deeper thing happening. I know because I see it happen when you get injured, then it comes out. The reason you run comes out when you get injured. So I get it all the time. I get it all the time, which is why the Run Pain Free Academy is a community of supportive peers because everybody's understood that. At some point or another, somebody has broken down to come through it. You have to go through it. And this book and this interview that we talk about here is really about that. So I really hope you go on over the marathontrainingsummit.com, get your advanced session, all access pass. Make sure you get all of it because she talks at great length about what her experience was so that she can actually help another runner come through it just that way. I hope you enjoyed this prelude to the interview presentation with Nita Sweeney and I will see you in the Marathon Training Summit coming up soon. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.